0: The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Hey, everybody. It's been a while. Doesn't March 8th, March 7th, excuse me, it's
1: been so long. Doesn't March 7th feel like a lifetime ago? Sure does. That was the last time we were all together here for Flyer Feedback. The season of dreams was about to hit a brick wall, and we had no idea it was coming. It's been a weird year. It's going to be a weird season. But I know for a lot of you listening... It's really good to have Dayton Flyers basketball back on your radio. It's a welcome distraction, and we here at WHIO Radio are thrilled to be along for the ride because we're going to experience this weird season together, everybody. I'm John Bedell. My partner tonight is former Flyer Brooks Hall. Brooks, can hear the the nice folks at home through Zoom?
2: Yeah, man. You sound good, John. (laughs) (laughs) Live,
1: Live through the magic of radio, coming to you live from an undisclosed location somewhere in the Miami Valley. It's the pride of Troy Brooks Hall. Uh, Brooks, Brooks, well, first of all, I should mention that usually after Dayton home games, we are coming to you live from Flanagan's. Well, we're not doing that now because of COVID and because it's nothing feels normal these days. But I should mention that Flyer Feedback is still sponsored by Flanagan's Pub and by Bud Light. And don't forget that Flanagan's on Stewart Street is now hiring. They're currently completing upgrades to create the same Flyer faithful experience you have grown accustomed to since 1976. Want to join the team over at Flanny's? You can apply at Flanagan's Dayton. At gmail.com. So, even though we can't be over with our benevolent hosts at Flanagan's Pub, we certainly thank them for their support uh, throughout this, this season. Uh, Brooks, Dayton survives.
2: <laughs> Listen, John, let, let's, can, can we enjoy, like, before we get into everything wrong with, you know, the second half and all the concerns and the, the skies falling, can we at least, like, enjoy that we're, we're back on the air? And we just watched our first game of the season when we didn't know when that would be. It is good to be back.
1: Yeah, because uh, I, have a, I have a feeling some callers are going to have the safety off tonight <laughs> when they call up. So we'll be ready for that. And that's okay. It's one game. Um, you know, my 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 general, you know, sort of halfway look in the rearview mirror and, and, and looking forward, Brooks, is that as I tweeted, and as I've, I've been thinking this in the past several weeks and months, um Since which is you know the time that everybody's still been processing last year, coming to a screeching halt out of left field, is that there are quantifiable and there are unquantifiable ways that this Dayton team will miss Obi Toppin, Ryan Mike, sell Trey Landers. Oh, my goodness, yes! But let's not forget that this is still a team full of dudes, and Jalen Crutcher is another level above, dude. That I can't say on the radio, but it's got several syllables. I think you guys know what it is. Uh, they're still they still got some dudes on this team, Brooks. There's still a lot of talent. Now, maybe you know, a little rusty. It's been a weird year. They're getting used to everything. It's their first game after they were supposed to play Saturday, and they didn't. And This is the third team they've had on the schedule for tonight. So you know, a little knocking a little rust off in the opener. You know, no no need to hit the panic button.
2: Now you know what for for me, John. If if there's anything. Uh... I'm not, I don't panic. I'm not panicking. They got the win. It wasn't pretty, but some of that was going to be expected. I didn't expect it to be that close. Right. But, but I, I thought it would look, it wouldn't be pretty through some, some stretches. There were some highs and lows, but I'm going to tell you one glaring um, concern issue that I didn't notice. They played like it was an empty arena. I mean, that that's, it's so hard to, People, people underestimate. Not everyone, but a lot of people underestimate the mental aspect of the game. And yes, college basketball—you should turn up every game and be ready to go. But, but when you're used to playing in that arena under, you know, in front of thirteen thousand, and to walk in and, and there's there's a hundred people there tonight, it's it's tough. It's not an excuse, but it is a reason. And and they played like it was an empty arena.
1: Yeah, and I think what tonight illustrates too is that not that it took them, you know, winning a three point game in their opener. Um, I think what this illustrates, Brooks, and I think a lot of Dayton fans understand this, but we have to avoid the trap of thinking that that this year is going to be a just seamless transition and a continuation of last year. You know, it's just not going to be. And I don't, I don't know if there's people yeah. out there that expect that, but if you do, we can't just sit here and think,
0: "Well, the train keeps on rolling, and the hype train <laughs> not-
1: is just is cranked to turbo six, and nobody's keeping the brake pedal handy." It's going to be different. Not to say they can't have a good year this year, but it's not no, going to be. No, that's a great be, point. It, we have to avoid that trap of thinking it's just going to be a continuation of last year.
2: No, no, that, that's a great point. What I'll say to that is, they're still going to win a lot of games. It's just going to look different than it did last year. We're, we're so used to our wins looking a certain way—high flying, up and down, high intensity, scoring ninety points a game. It's 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 not going to look like that this year. You know, it, it's it's going to be more of that. Half court. Yeah, we'll be able to get up and down a little bit, but but if you if you noticed anything, the depth is a concern. Um yeah. a lot to, to we're going to be watching closely, but I, I don't know what kind of depth we're gonna have. If that's the case, we are not going to be able to play a high-intensity game for 40 minutes. It's just not possible. It's going to look a little bit more controlled, it's not going to be as above the rim. And last year we won a lot of games by just dominating people athletically, on top of you know the veterans the veterans and you know the playmakers but but we just were bigger stronger fashion everybody as you saw tonight that is not going to be the case this year we're, we're going to have to win a lot of games the old-fashioned way
1: yeah as one of my buddies steven on twitter said the with the great simpsons gift the dunks just aren't the same this year
2: <laughs> <laughs> i mean god love them it was cool to see chase get a couple couple dunks but man it we're not going to see it through the legs and the windmills. Those, those days are long gone. So. I'll tell you
1: one thing that has stuck around, uh, and I'd be interested to see what Coach Grant says about this, uh, Brooks' rebounding. You know, We know oh, from at least man. a couple St. Louis, oh. boy, the St. Louis game, the rebounding woes are just burning your memory. You know St. Louis will have a field day with this with this Dayton team and and hang tough with them if they're still going to rebound like this. But the rebounding continues to be sort of a, uh, not a sticking point, but something that you look at and go, oh, well, that needs some work still.
2: Oh no! Listen, that's a concern. Like, like we're, we're we would be remiss to to act like that's not a big concern. Jordy is huge, but Jordy's not athletic. But you know, Jordy's not a crazy athlete. Chase is athletic, but but Chase his motor's up and down. You know, there, there's there's times where I, I don't, you know, his effort isn't always great. He's good, you like his stats. You know, he could play. He's a gifted kid, but 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 I don't know about his his consistent motor. You know, after that, who who's cleaning the glass? We don't have a tray. Who's going to get you ten to twelve rebounds? We 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 don't have Mike Sell, you know, six seven six eight wing cleaning up the, um, you know, Ibby, Ibby is finesse Ibby's athletic, but he's a finesse player. He he, when you think of Ibby, you you don't think of grit grit and grind. You know, you 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 think of finesse smooth. That's going to be like what's the idea? Every year we talk about this, John. The identity of the team. What is last year's identity was high flying intense just will yourself to, to victory this year. What, what is this team's identity? I don't know right now. I really don't.
1: Well, and that's the other challenge for uh, Anthony and his staff is now figuring out after last year throughout the course of the year and Anthony tinkered with that lineup to get it just so as the year went on. And then Jordy gets in the mix sort of late after the knee injury and Anthony got that thing to be a yeah. finely tuned machine. That was one of the best programs in the country. Well now, as you have with every new season, you got three key departures. Well, now Anthony and his staff, even though they've been doing work that we don't see behind the scenes at practice and whatnot, this is the first time we've seen them publicly, is yep. that now Anthony and his staff have to start that whole process over of, okay, how is this rotation going to look? Yep. You lose three key guys. You've got some dudes sticking around. Yep. But then now, okay, you've got R.J. Blakeney and Kobe Brea and Lucas Frazier and Zim Wakege is in the mix. Now Moo is in there, too. Uh, Jordy playing more minutes than last year. Chase Johnson is back after the medical withdrawal back in January. So you've got a lot of, even though some of them are familiar faces from either being in the program like Zim and Moo, even though they weren't on the floor last year. Okay. Well now how do you fit all these different pieces? Some familiar faces, some not into this rotation. How's, how's this bunch going to work?
2: Yeah. Yeah. No. And then, and then starring at your role, like wh- what is your role? And, and that's, you know, we know what Crutcher's role is. If he's, if he's going to – I think if he leads his team in scoring. You know, I think I think he's 18 to 20. He's just a natural scorer. Um, but after that, what are guys – Chase, do we, is Chase going to be that guy that we need 16 a game out of? You know, he's never. he didn't have to do that last year. I mean, for his, for his limited time that he was here. Um, what are the guys' roles? And then tonight, you know, you talked about, okay, we, we lose exhibition games, so he's tinkering with lineups. Things that he could have done in exhibition games – He's, he's playing around with them in, in a in a regular season game. Like Christian Wilson, love Christian. I actually, friend of mine, I, I helped Christian get the walk on spot a couple years ago. Like it's, it's awesome to see Christian, but I'm shocked Christian got a bunch of significant minutes. You know, like, what's the reason behind that? I'm not going to speculate cause I have no clue. Clearly I don't see Christian being in the rotation moving forward, but, but why was he tonight? You know, you, do you have any idea?
1: No, but I know you're not alone in wondering that because uh, I've got texts and tweets to prove it. That's that's something that a lot of Dayton fans are looking at kind of sideways tonight. Why, why is the walk-on playing a lot of minutes? But, again, I don't know. I'm yeah. not going to pretend to. Uh, there's places for recu- reckless speculation this show is not one of them. Right, um, right. Okay. So, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to venture a guess either because I don't know. Uh, okay. But, yeah. you know, we'll see. But, it's you know, it's going to be a weird season, Brooks, because, you know, story that I had on Channel 7 today. You know, they're allowed by the state. Uh, with the ban on mass gatherings now, 300. Scott DeBolt said they had less than, this morning, he told me they were going to have less than half that. So fewer than 150 people in that arena in a place that holds 13,000. Yeah. You know, they said they were going to pump, uh, Scott told me they were going to pump crowd noise in, as, you know, Major League Baseball and some other pro sports have been doing and some other college arenas, so that you got some sort of white noise so it doesn't feel like a scrimmage. Um, that didn't come across terribly well on TV. I don't know if that was just right. a broadcast or not, but. You know, that's got to be weird. And, you know, yeah. you're playing it, it looked like you know, when the broadcast first came on on TV and when when Keith and Larry are talking, it looks and sounds like they're hanging around for a post game show that's starting like yeah. five hours after the game ended. There's nobody there. So, hey, speaking yeah. of postgame shows, what does head coach Anthony Grant think about his team uh, escaping here uh, in the in the home in the season opener for 2020 and 2021? Well, you're about to find out
0: because he is live with Larry Hansgen on the other side of this break right here on the home of the flyers the home of the flyers 1290 and 957 whio dayton's news and talk the home of the flyers 1290 and 957 whio dayton's news and talk
3: larry hanskin back at the ud arena and joined by coach anthony grant to the court with coach anthony grant brought to you by pickle Schaefer and Eveling a dayton law firm for over 100 years and and coach, uh, you don't. You'll have a chance to dig deeper into this one, but uh, your initial thoughts after uh, this uh, narrow 66-63 victory.
4: Well, I'm happy we got the win. You know, and this is a uh, you know second time we've been in front of officials, and, you know, in, in front of any type of, uh, of of a crowd. So it was good to get some outside competition. Uh, you know, I thought uh, I thought we played in spurts. Uh, I think, as you mentioned, we'll be able to go back to the film. And, and I think we'll be able to, to see some things that hopefully will make us better, you know, as we move forward. But give, uh, give Eastern Illinois credit. Those guys fought for 40 minutes. We built the lead in the first half. They they stayed with their, their game plan and cut into that. And, and uh, you know, coming out of the half, I thought our guys did a good job for about the first 10, 12 minutes. And then the, the last eight minutes or so, uh, you know, we had some of the same things that plagued us in the first half. Uh, the offensive rebounding on their part, the turnovers, they kind of caught up with us, and and uh, you know had to had to be able to pull it out at the end. But uh, thankfully, we made enough plays to better preserve the victory.
3: You know, two good starts as you mentioned, and then and then there were lapses. And uh, were these lapses as much mental as they were physical? Because obviously, uh, the mind and the body, neither one is in game shape at this point in time.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I'll go back and look at the film. I think he, I think you'll. We'll see a, probably a combination of the two. You know, obviously we had some guys play some pretty heavy minutes out there at night. I thought, uh, you know, uh, as a coach looking at it, I thought maybe we let our guard down and got hurt, got caught, you know, with the turnovers, especially in the second half, got caught with the turnovers. The same thing that plagued us in the first half caught us in the second half with them being able to get second and third chance opportunities uh, that led to, to, to opportunities, uh, easy basket opportunities for them. Uh, you know, we, we didn't do a good job. Of finishing some things offensively that, uh, that that were available to us tonight and we, we just got to you know obviously grow from this like I said it's uh the first time that we've been uh, you know here in a, in a game uh, in this type of uh this type of environment uh, for some of the guys on the court tonight their first time you know with, with college experience a lot of these guys they're in new roles as we talked about before so we have to learn it and uh, we have to get better
3: one well, final question for you, Coach. And, and here again, it was uh, we saw glimpses of some really good things. And and in one of those things that our observation was in real time was uh, the development of uh, Jordy Chimaga and Chase Johnson playing together and and playing off of each other. Did you see that as well at times?
4: Yeah, I thought those guys did a good job. You know, um, uh, with with some things, especially you know this team. As we said earlier, they had 17 years. They were a physical group, maybe a little bit uh, undersized at times. But, uh, you know, I thought those guys uh, were able to physically go in there and battle. Now, there were times where they got the best of us, you know. And so uh, we're one game in. Every game will bring different challenges, you know. But certainly I think there'll be some things when we go back and look at the film that we'll take away from this game and say, hey, this is really good and some things that we'll need to do a lot better as we move forward.
3: All right, Coach, we'll let you go. You're one game in, and that one game is a win. And, of course, Dayton uh, coming up on uh, Saturday afternoon right back here at the arena against SMU, a 2 o'clock game. Uh, we'll be on with the Bud Light pregame show, Keith Wallacekowski and me beginning at one thirty. So that'll wrap things up here tonight. On behalf of our engineer producer, Caleb McLeod, Keith Wallacekowski, I'm Larry Hanskin. Our final again in the opener, Dayton 66 and Eastern Illinois 63. Now more of Flyer Feedback with John Bedell and Brooks Hall.
0: The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. The Bud Light Post Game Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Brought to you by Bud Light, America's favorite light logger. Premier Health, proud to be the official healthcare provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com/sportsmed. Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating. Make your parking lot look great again. Go to VandaliaBlacktop.com to see how. And by Logan AC & Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers. Helping fans stay comfortable all season long. The Bud Light post-game show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's news and talk. University of Dayton basketball is a presentation of 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. The announcers for today's game were chosen in conjunction with the University of Dayton. (laughs) Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by... Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street in Dayton. Stop by after the game for delicious food and 24 beers on tap. Bud Light. Keep it crisp with Bud Light. And by Flyer Spirit. Stop on over to Flyer Spirit on Brown Street and show off your Flyer pride. Go UD. Call in with your comments or questions. 457-1290. Flyer feedback on 1290 and 957-WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Hey everybody, welcome to Flyer Feedback for the first time
1: for the 2020-2021 season. I'm John Bedell. My partner tonight is former Flyer Brooks Hall. Coming to you live from our WHIO radio studios here in Dayton. Typically we would be over at Flanagan's Pub celebrating Dayton pulling out a 66-63 win. But really nothing, as you know, is going to be quite normal about this season. But we do still thank Flanagan's for their support this year because Flyer Feedback is sponsored by Flanagan's Pub and Bud Light. And Flanagan's on Stewart Street is now hiring. They're currently completing upgrades to create that same Flyer faithful experience you've grown accustomed to since 1976. Want to join the team? You can apply at Flanagan's Dayton at gmail.com. So we thank our friends over at Flanny's, our usual benevolent hosts, for their support, even though we're not over at the best bar in town, to be able to celebrate this win. Uh, Brooks, yeah, it's, it's one game, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, are you are you jumping off the boat, man? You, you, oh no, no, you no! Bailing
1: on us? No, no, I'm staying firmly on the hype train. I've got, I'm, i have got the brake pedal kind of- handy, but I'm on the hype train as always. Always got the, always got to have the brake pedal handy, Brooks.
2: So I'm gonna flip roles, man. So, so give me your prediction. I know it was super early. One and first impression prediction um, wins as far as total wins.
1: 18 to 0 again? No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, I don't know. I mean, what do they have? They've got 18 plus. <sighs> They got 22 games on the schedule right now. 22, 23. 20, 23. Yeah, 22, I think it's 23. Or 23. I think they got five. Right, Tizzy? They got five non conference games? Yes, 23. I mean, assuming they get all those in, because I don't think they're going to. Right,
2: right. So, right.
1: Um, if they play all 23, bro, I don't know.
2: 17 and six. Literally, that's the number in my head. Really? Yeah. I'm just. Spitballing yeah, I just here. I, was going to say I the think. I mean, I think they'll be good. I just think there's going to be. St. Louis scares me. I was I was thinking of St. Louis that entire game tonight, just because. Yeah. St. Louis, they they bully you. I mean, and I don't. It, last year, we could make teams play very fast, and maybe we can this year. You know, Chase can get up and down the court. Jordy actually runs well for big. Rodney, J- Jalen, you know, they can get up and down the court. So, so maybe because tonight just seems slower. Is that am I? Did it feel slower to you? Like the pace was, they did, they did not force tempo tonight. And and, and I think that they're going to have to, to force tempo um, often, especially early in the season, man. Like you're not going, and and unless, again, this is not, we weren't in the locker room. So maybe that was part of the game plan. Let's be a little bit more methodical tonight. We lost our exhibition games. Let's, let's try to run through some stuff. Maybe that was the game plan, but, but if not, we have to, we have to play faster. Yeah, I, I just think we do.
1: A couple ways for you to join the show. You can tweet me at JBLWHIO. We're gonna get to the phone lines in just a second. The number, by the way, 937-457-1290. Remember, you gotta use the area code now. 937-457-1290. That is also new for this season. On Twitter, the original Mr. H. I thought I knew the original Mr. H. This is throwing me off, but it's a different Mr. H. Anyways, Mike on Twitter says, Okay, deep breath for all of us. I do want to see who is going to bring the juice. Who's going to lead by example and effort? I see a lot of smooth operators, to your point, Brooks. But who is going to grind and fight? This team's identity is yet to be determined. And then one, Brooks, that I want to read because it leads into a call we got on hold right now. Uh, Rob on Twitter says, Any insight on the bench play? Curious why play a walk-on so much and not play Zimmy, Zimwakeji at all. So, to that point, and Brooks will just do two for one here, Seth and Huber Heights, Seth, you're next on Flyer Feedback.
4: First off, I want to just say, glad to see the Flyers back on the court, even with the shortcomings we saw on the court today. Um, Just kind of wondered about um, Christian Wilson's um, playing time. I mean, obviously, I know he's a gritty kid and, you know, puts in the effort. But long-term, who's going to be, you know, the guys coming off the bench that are going to be able to give us those starters, those three- to four-minute spells. You know, I I mean, obviously not having Dwayne Cohill, that probably would have been, you know, kind of a stud coming off the bench. But who's going to be that guy this year? You know, we don't have, obviously, with Evie starting, who's going to be that person?
2: Yeah. No, I mean, that's a great question. That's kind of the the question of the hour. Um, Here's what we all know. Christian Wilson won't be in the core rotation. I mean, unless something crazy has happened, he won't be in that core. So the question is, why, why was he tonight? The only thing I could think of, man, and John, we've seen it before with, with, with AG. Is, is he sending a message to something? You know, like that something. We I'm not gonna get all that. To. You know, we <laughs> talked, to, but he, he will not hesitate right. to make a point. He, we, we saw him do it. You know, so I, 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 that's the only thing that makes sense tonight. Yeah. Especially when okay, we win by 30, nobody even asks. You know, but it's a three point game, and Christian's still in the game. Why? He had to be making a point to someone or, or multiple people. I don't know. What do what you think, man?
1: Well, and that, you know, I mentioned reckless speculation earlier. That's that's not so much <laughs> reckless speculation as it is you and I, but you making the point, knowing this team well and knowing Anthony and just reading the yeah. tea leaves and you just knowing his tendencies from being around this program as closely a- as you are Brooks, right? That's, I don't know, but I, I see your point where, just we know how Anthony is, right? We, yeah, I'm, you know yeah. you're as close to that program as anybody I know.
2: Yeah, and, and I don't know, so let me let me be clear. I have no idea, but but I know it, it feels eerily similar <laughs> to to circumstances in the past.
1: Well, what I'll say too, Brooks, is it just just my and I'm not just saying this because it was an empty arena and all that. It just felt like an exhibition game, and I'm not saying a- that just because oh, it's the first time they're playing. And I'm not saying that as a slight to Eastern Illinois. But it just, you know, and and he, Anthony, and other coaches tend to sort of tinker in an exhibition game. So was he taking that sort of approach? I don't know. But that's that game had an exhibition game like feel to it.
2: A C- couple things that worry me though, and we're, again, we are just talking. I'm not worried that they're going to be fine. They've got enough dudes, as you said. Like they're going to be okay. But so we're just we're just talking. You know, Monday morning quarterback, right? So we're just
1: we got time to fill, people. This is not a yeah, so, long show. So one,
2: so one concern, um, and, and the caller, I forget his name, uh, he, he just asked, who, who's the rah-rah guys, right? Last year it was Trey. Trey was that guy, period. You can rely on Trey for energy. The team fed off him, and he didn't even have to do it with his play. He often did it with his play, but but just his presence. We do not have that, right? So who is that guy? And, and then I'm going to ask you a question, John. Think about throughout that entire game, was there one moment in that game where you saw over the top excitement about a play? Yeah. Can you think of one time where I'm not talking about your bench guys that run of a court? That's their job. They're supposed to be excited. But I'm talking about in the game. Was there anybody after after there was a nice play or a nice run? Was there any excitement, any hype? I, I didn't see it. Maybe yeah, I missed pretty, it. Pretty even keeled.
1: Yeah, it's like who's going to be that guy of you know, like like you said, Trey, the emotional leader, sort of the. We always talk about the straw that stirs the drink. I'm Demo comes yeah. to mind for those great Archie teams yeah. at the yeah. end of his yeah. era here at UD. Demo yeah. was that for those Archie squads. Yeah. Uh and Trey Landers clearly has been that sort of emotional engine, that driver, that that vocal leader on the court. Everybody getting he'll get in your you know what if you have to, whether it's in <laughs> practice right. or on the court and you'll see it. And he wasn't afraid to do that and get everybody worked up. So yeah, that's that's the thing, to one of the uh, Mike on Twitter, you know, saying what's to your point, what's going to be this team's identity, and it's early, and oh, it's going to yeah, be a yeah, really yeah. weird season. I mean, you you don't even have to look any farther than this past less than a week, supposed to play Cedarville on Saturday, right. nope, Boop. Right. positive COVID test, so we got to put it off. This game, Eastern Illinois was replacing Bellerman, who was, or I'm sorry, was replacing Alcorn State, who was replacing Bellerman. Like, there's going right. to be bumps, there's going to be. You know, and, and then yesterday we find out less than 24 hours ahead of time. Oh, boom! We got a game tomorrow night. Now that's not a knock against UD. That's just to illustrate we're going to see stretches like this where it's going to get real weird at times. We're going to find yeah. out. You know, they're going to. I think less so once we get into conference play. But even then, you know, you're not going to have these A10 teams scrambling to replace each other on the on the schedule. You're just going to have these goofy holes, and that's why the league has left. You know, two bye weeks and or two bye dates sprinkled throughout the conference schedule. Everybody's got two one week breaks instead of one to again, allow for makeups. It's going to be a really weird disjointed season at times.
2: No, I agree. So here's what I I would love. And I'm sure many people, I mean, it's kind of stating the obvious, but, but Jalen has to be that guy. Jalen's going to be that potential future NBA guy. He's that he's He's our big name this year. He, he's, he has the resume. So guys will follow his lead, but that's never been his MO. He, he, big you know big shot clutcher but but he's never been the rah-rah guy and he had in my opinion that's who's going to have to be the guy to and he did it tonight to where you're just waiting okay in any minute now he's gonna he's gonna make a run or 6-0 run by himself or make a play you just know he's gonna do it because he's so poised but the team needs more than that like the team last year we had energy players we had obi who can infuse energy with a nasty windmill out of nowhere. You had Trey who just, he he just carried that with him, right? Who's the guy, and we keep beating the dead, but it is what it is. Who infuses energy into this group? It can't be Rodney. Rodney has the tough mentality, but, but certain guys just don't have he, the way he carries himself, his, his body language and his, he's not a selfish guy, but he's just not that, rah-rah guy that 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 makes people want to follow his lead if you get what i'm saying it's not a knock to him it just is what it is yeah, he he's is. not that guy yeah. so so who is who's the guy we, we don't really have it so i'm hoping jalen recognizes that now and kind of changes his 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 role i don't know I don't yeah know. and
1: that's maybe you know maybe that'll be part of the the maturation of jalen crutcher because we know he's a dude because he's on every watch list brooks he was just added to the watch list for the wooden award today and that is, as we know from from Obi, and even but you know Dayton fans know what the Wooden Awards for even before Obi Toppin won it. But <laughs> right, you, know, right. you know, yeah, that's the award, and he's on just about every other watch list out there. He's he's on the watch yeah. list for the Kuzey Award. He's first team All A Ten. He's a preseason All American. You know all this stuff. He's he's right. the kid's. He's he's really talented. He's probably you know he entered the the NBA draft last year to get the toe in the water with with Obi, and you know he's. Probably going to be on some teams' boards come spring. Absolutely. And he'll be playing at the next level. I do believe that. He does pass the eye test uh, and all these things. And But does he, you know, how does his leadership role change and evolve? And how does he learn to, you know, take on a different That's role it. now that we're in a new season? Is that something that Jalen's going to have to just not really, you know, just sort of tweak his leadership role? How does he, how does that, how does his role evolve this year? How does he take that on and how does he learn how to, how to handle what, what is a totally new reset this year?
2: No. So we talk about that my senior year, and I know that was almost 20 years ago, but that was it. That was the last aside from last year, everybody, that team was loaded. And, and but, but I'm going to speak to me, my, you know, yeah, I was, I did okay, but, but I was not that raw, raw guy. I was that even kill kind of mild mannered. You never knew what I was thinking. You know, no, my highs were the same. My lows were the same. I mean, we had, but I'm going to give give my boy Keith a shout out. Keith was that rah rah high intense, just punch you in the face kind of kind of guy. Nate, and Nate Green, you, you know, those were Nate literally was going to punch you in the face. You had to worry about that. Catch
1: an elbow, you don't watch like, out around Nate.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm talking about his own teammates. You had to worry about it, man. Depending on what day it was, Nate will punch punch you right in your face. <laughs> it's so,
1: like uh, it's but, like we talk about. We always we all we all <laughs> here at the show. We joke with Nate. Nate hosts like he
2: plays. It's all you know what and elbows. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, but, but you get the point though. I mean, even on that team, it's, you gotta have, you gotta have that guy. So, you know, we, we can, we can belabor the point, but it is what it's some, somebody has to be that guy. And if it's not Jalen, I don't, I don't see that guy on this team, which, which is going to cost us. Yeah, in close games, you know what I mean, that kind of
1: thing. And it's only one game too. That's the thing is, it's so early, and you know,
0: yeah, yeah, they're,
1: yeah. they're you know watching the game when they were in the early goings, when they you know they started eight of eight before they cooled off from the field. You're just thinking, all right, and train, you know, that thought of yep. it, just well, here we go, season of dreams, just two We're gonna continue right on in after this eight month break, and we're gonna just final four, here we come, baby. You know, we'll see you, we'll see you guys in Indianapolis or wherever the yeah. tournament's gonna be this year. Um, <laughs> but. You know, it's the first game of a new season is always weird, Brooks, especially always. I just think a lot of Dayton fans, I know a lot of Dayton fans from the ones I know and talk to and I'm friends with, that a lot of people, uh, it's man, emotionally it's just been a weird long eight months to get over and come to grips with the fact that last year ended how it ended and that it doesn't just get to, you know, yeah. we, were, we were all robbed of a number one seed of, you know, the... Oh, the final four talk and seeing what this team could do and prove uh, on the biggest stage and everybody, you know, and, and all that. And it's been, you know, an emotional sort of recovery a morning, almost. I'm not trying to overstate the importance of no, basketball no, here, but it has been for a lot of yes. people who, you know, they'd see the team would tweet something over the summer, or like a video or, you know, when the NBA draft and you see video of Obi from last year and the coverage and people would be like, I'm just not ready to see all this yet. I just can't. I can't think about it. I can't talk about it. I'm not ready to, like, think about last year. It's just, it's too painful to, you know, only half-jokingly, like, bring up and think about.
2: Well, well and here's why. And, and you know, there's two two points I want to make. One, to piggyback what you We're going to break because I got music
1: in my ear. Which oh, yeah, yeah no here, problem. Here No two. problem. But it's John Bedell. It's former Flyer Brooks Hall. And it's you
0: here for Flyer Feedback, the home stretch of it, after this break right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Call with your questions and comments now, 457-1290, Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Hey, everybody, it's John Bedell and former Flyer Brooks Hall coming to you live from our Dayton studios
1: and via Zoom, respectively. Uh, It's a little bit of a different year. Typically, we'd be at Flanagan's Pub celebrating uh, Dayton escaping with a 66-63 win over Eastern Illinois to start the year off on the right foot, moving to 1-0. So we're not at Flanagan's, but the show is still sponsored. Flyer Feedback is sponsored by Flanagan's Pub and by Bud Light. So we thank Flanagan's, our friends over at Flanagan's, for their support this year, even though we can't be for now over there like we typically are uh because of uh the pandemic. Uh so Brooks, you know, Dayton escapes it's one game, a lot of a lot of people, you know, just uh I don't want to say overreaction. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's it's weird to have the season back and everybody's got their hot takes ready to go, right? You know, we all want well,
2: to that's, that's normal. It's expected. Fun, I mean, we happen. have them. I mean, we're sitting here. Want to I mean, so that's what so you it's do, right? That, that's that's what makes Oh yeah. Fans, it's fun. That's what we talk about. Um some take it a little far with the overreactions, but but I mean that's what we're Especially right now, we need this. We need this this healthy dialogue talk because it's crazy times yeah, we're in right now. But, man. but I tell you this: with with all of the the, the crazy hot takes that we you know we've been talking about, let's give Coach Grant, reigning national coach of the year, and his staff some credit. If anybody knows what he's doing and and can get this team looking sharp, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's AG and his staff. So. Yeah, there were all kinds of things we could pick apart tonight. Some of it was expected. Some of it was a little little worse than, than I thought it might be. But then there were a couple of bright spots. Chase, for example. Chase, I don't know what his final line was, but I look at I mean, I, I know he knocked down two or three threes, and it looked effortlessly. I mean, he, Yeah, he,
1: Chase, uh, he was five or six from the field, Brooks, including a perfect three of three from beyond the arc. He had uh, seven boards, four assists, and 14 points. That's not a bad night.
2: So 14-7, here I was earlier talking about his effort. And I do think he can still play harder. You know, there's some lapses defensively. Get, getting Effort shows up in little things, like your angle when you're slow in rotation or you're slow, and it led to, he had about two or three fouls where it was, it was and one where St. Louis, they drew the foul one. I'm sorry, not St. Louis, where uh, Eastern Illinois, they drew the foul and got the bucket. Well, it was because he, he was kind of lazy on his, his his slides. So little things like that, but, but, but to be, to still have a line of 147 and 4, you know, that's it's not bad. We're going to we're going to need somebody else like, you know, Scott um Crutchers going to do his thing, Ibby's going to do his thing. Who's going to be that other third consistent guy? And and so that was a bright spot. You know that they, yep. they're going to be fine. They're going to be they'll be okay.
1: Real quick before we get out of here 457 uh 9374571290 is the number to Bob in Centerville. You're next on flyer feedback.
5: Hey, well, thanks guys. Uh, Doing another good show. Uh, Wanted to say I've been watching Flyer basketball since I was eight. So I've been doing it almost 50 years now. And, yes, I'm still in mourning over last year. Uh, One of the best teams I think I've ever seen play. Um, Do have a couple points about tonight. Uh, I think Coach Grant needs to have uh, Jordy practice dunking the ball at least 50 times every practice. Um, Oh, yeah. Getting off the ground a little (laughs) bit because, dude, the guy is almost seven feet tall. Put the ball in the hole, for guys' sakes. He's just too gentle around the hole sometimes. And then Chase, I was really impressed with him the first time coming back. Um, he's going to be a, a big producer, but we need a great guy. You know, we're losing Mike Sell and Landers. Um, Sissoko, I think, could do that, potentially. Um, I, I would like to see him have a little bit more playing time. Um, I thought, I thought uh, A.G. put too many of the bench guys in at once in the first half, and that allowed EIU to get back in the game. I would have liked to see him put him in one at a time, two at a time at the most. So I think it was a little bit too much at once. Um, And then I I guess finally, um, I think the same thing happened in the second half. I mean, you saw Wilson having six, seven, eight minutes of playing time, I think, in the second half instead of putting Evie back in. So I don't know if it was because of lack of hustle on the boards or lack of hustle in general because EIU was out hustling them overall. But that's just kind of my perception of
2: Kind of what I saw. All, all, all right. we you for the call. Checking in from yeah. Centerville. Yeah. All, all great points, by the way. And what we also got to take in mind, as excited as we were about how, and I'll be quick. I know we're about to wrap it up, but as excited as we were about how the season went last year. And then I know it ended, but still 29 and two and number three, all, all that. These are young guys and, and you got to keep them grounded. And so, I guarantee AG and staff is on a mission to make sure they stay humbled. Last year is last year. This is a new season. So, so it sitting for seven minutes. Maybe there was something that, that coach didn't like and he was sending a message to Ibby. you know, man, who knows what the thought process was, but I'm to the point now where I, I, I trust, I trust what they're doing. I mean, how, how can I not, yep. you know?
1: And that, so. we're going to leave it at that. That's all our time, folks. One more time. Dayton winner is 66-63. Our next game is Saturday. The Bud Light pregame show starts at 1.30. The tip is at 2 here on WHIO Radio. So we will see you on the radio. No, you won't. This is a radio show. Saturday afternoon at 2, 1.30. Until then, from my partner tonight, Brooks Hall, I'm John Bedell saying thanks for listening in, everybody. Take care. And go Flyers.
0: WHIO Dayton, WHIO FM, Pleasant Hill, a
3: Cox Media Group station from the CJSHeatingAndAir.com studios. CJS means yes.